Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to A House of Zodiacs, where I'm your girl Mercedes laying down my personal stories with a raspier tone. Here I talk about my family made up of a Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, and myself, a Cancer, and what it's like dealing with everyday life and events. So come along with me by subscribing, tuning in, and sharing the love. As always, thank you for all your support. Hello podcast listeners. Yes, it's me, Mercedes. Welcome to my podcast. It's a little revamped. Um, It is now called A House of Zodiacs. That literally is to reflect every zodiac, not every zodiac, but the zodiacs that do live under this household. Basically, this channel is going to talk about um, just kind of like my life in general, being married, having kids, uh, my, I actually talk about my birth story and actually today I am talking about uh, what it was like actually being pregnant in a pandemic. So definitely uh, different things to kind of listen to, very much a broad spectrum of this channel. So if you are interested, definitely subscribe, like, share, do all that. Before I do get into talking about what it was like to be pregnant in the pandemic, I do want to actually do a quick announcement to my good friend Brittany on the arrival of her new baby girl. So excited for you guys. I know you guys uh, were waiting for a while for her to show up, but she finally did. And I know the first new or the first few days of having a newborn are you know, scary and exciting and just crazy. But I know you guys are going to do a wonderful job. I know you guys are doing a wonderful job. And I know she has a big sister to look out and help you guys as well along the way. So congratulations, you guys. So excited for you. I'm so excited to meet her. Hope you all are doing wonderful. So anyways, today, like I said, we are talking about being pregnant in a pandemic and I know everyone's pregnancies are different and especially now, this is just a weird time definitely to be pregnant just for, you know, many reasons. So I just, I kind of want to just kind of talk about what my uh, pregnancy was like and kind of give you insight of what I had to encounter throughout and maybe you're going through it as well. Maybe there's some things that I'll bring up that you're actually going through and things that maybe um, kind of give you insight to what it is like. So um, when I found out I was pregnant, I think it was so it was in April. It was probably like April. I think it was twenty the twenty first of April. I don't know why. It's just the day that just stayed stood like stands out in my mind. I believe it was the twenty first. And um, I will definitely touch on this topic, but I believe I did have a chemical pregnancy in November of 2019. So when I did have that, I took two tests and those tests came out very faint positive. So the same thing happened this time around as well. And it was a little nerve wracking because I was like thinking, all right, well, obviously this isn't, this may not last. So I can't be overly excited. We'll kind of wait it out because I was already late anyways for my period. I think I was probably four days late. So I figured I'll just wait it out and then um, we'll just kind of go for there. So I waited a few more days and tested again. And this time it was definitely a lot darker. So I'm like, okay, this is definitely it. Um, And I think I did also the test with Curtis. And the funny thing is I will probably link them in the description, but I bought like a box of 20, I don't know, pregnancy testing strip. I think it's 20. And I think I used like 19 of those up. I still have one more strip sitting somewhere in the bathroom. And <laughs> that's just kind of how in dis- almost in disbelief and like not denial, but I was just thinking, well, what if it doesn't work out then whatever. But I just kept going, kept testing. <laughs> like I said, tested it with Kurt. I actually brought up 
a little cup and I'm like, okay, just dip the test strips in and he did and we looked and it was clear as day positive. So we were both like, okay, yes, this is it. This is happening. Cool. Right on. And I even had like a digital test. So I think, I don't know, maybe two weeks after or not two weeks after, but, um, two weeks after missing my period, I used that and obviously it was a yes. So this was definitely going to be happening with that though. I tried to actually contact my doctor because I thought I would have to go to the same test that I did with Cosmo. I know with him I had to have like, um, because I am a, I was a preemie, so I did have like heart problems and lung problems. I know with my heart, uh, when I was pregnant with Cosmo, they wanted to check it and make sure everything was okay. So I didn't know if those tests were needed again, but um, when I had contacted my doctor's office, I actually go to a nurse practitioner, just feel more comfortable with her, but they said she was actually in, in the hospital uh, helping COVID patients, so they weren't sure when she'd be back. Uh, and I guess like other cases, all, all her other patients were kind of being looked at by other, either the nurse practice, the other nurse practitioners there or the doctors. So um, I just said, you know what, I'm just gonna go with my midwife care, like I had with Cosmo, and then um, we'll just go from there. But the problem with the with the what I think is wrong with the midwife care is um, I had to wait till the ten week mark to actually go see them, and I think it all has to do with kind of like the viability, the I believe the viability of it. Um, so that was kind of just like a it was a really kind of scary waiting game, because amidst kind of not knowing you know what other tests I had to do prior. Um, I was spotting, but I did spot with Cosmo as well. So it wasn't like a huge kind of thing to me. Like, I mean, there was actually a day, I think probably in May where Cosmo and I were out playing and I told him, okay, we're gonna go inside. Mommy has to go to the bathroom. And when I went to the bathroom, I noticed um, very like, uh, almost like, light blood and or just kind of like very red blood and I was just kind of shocked thinking oh my god do I have to go to the ER like I was like I don't know what this is like I said I had spotted with Cosmo but it, this never really occurred so I didn't know what it was till this day I, I didn't know I still have no idea what it was even with my ultrasounds I never was told anything so it could have just been anything really I think I, at the time when I did eventually see my midwife I did bring it up but nothing kind of came of it but like I am saying now, if anything does kind of come up to you, definitely bring it forward to your doctor, especially if you're, you know, first time pregnancy, it doesn't even matter if it's a pandemic, don't be scared. Just let whoever is taking care of you know. With my situation, um, I kind of had an idea that, you know, this happened with Cosmo. Should I have maybe checked it out sooner? Well, I waited. I played the game of waiting, unfortunately, and everything worked out. I did stop spotting. Everything cleared itself up. I did do my ultrasound. The ultrasound was fine. Was never told anything. So in my situation, uh, I didn't really need to kind of investigate further. But like I said, if you are new to being pregnant and something comes up like that definitely you know talk to who is talk to whoever is taking care of you whether it be your um doctor or midwife whoever it is it's always good to just kind of know and kind of get that looked at you know just so it may not be so much of an issue down the line amidst that happening um i also was unfortunately laid off from my job so that was a pretty scary time too because there was just so much going on and um i will let you guys know i do work at or with an airline so uh being in customer service 
and um, it was just it was just a weird time. I just remember being told that I was getting laid off, and I started crying because I just had no idea what was going to happen. I had no idea. I thought this. Oh my gosh, I'm done. My job is done. That's it. And um, but little did I know, you know, I actually was called back like two months later. So I think having those two months off was um, meant to be. I do believe in things are meant to be. Things are meant to happen for a reason. I am very much pro with that. And I think there was a very legitimate reason in this case. Because honestly, for those first probably like month and a bit, I was not feeling well at all. Like This was worse uh, than what I was with Cosmo. I just felt nauseated. I would wake up and I would need like crackers on like my side table just so I wouldn't feel this nauseous feeling once I did wake up. And if I did even have anything to drink, it would just come back up. It was not fun at all. It was terrible. And like, I'm not one to call in sick either, guys. Like, I'm really not. I, I love work. I love going to work. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. So to, um... If I was working, like I said, I probably would have just called in sick because it was just, it was, it was terrible. But like I said, things are supposed to go as they should and things are supposed to happen meant to be the way they are. And I think the two months off was just meant to be. So when I did actually come back to work, thankfully it was probably the beginning of July. And, um, at that point, I think I had my 10 week ultrasound. That was fine. Everything did look fine there. I was accepted into obviously the midwife care and I was seeing them probably, I think it was once, I feel like it's very, very, like it was very spaced out this time being in this pandemic. It's very spaced out. Um, I think it was like at least once a month and um, where I am. So I live in Ontario, Canada and um, with my midwife care, this time around, I know they had kind of, um, they had moved from where they were. So now they were somewhere else, uh, where I had gone and I had to, I'm sure a lot of people had to experience this too. If you are pregnant currently, or if you were a little bit prior during in this pandemic, you kind of had to wait and then they had to call you and then you couldn't go in. I guess it's kind of the same thing as like, even like the doctor's offices right now and everything as well. But that was a little bit new to me as well, kind of just waiting and waiting for that call and then going in and you're kind of just spaced out. So everything was very spaced out, I find, this whole pregnancy and I think that's probably what made it go a lot faster. That's what I'm noticing. Not sure if anyone else is experiencing how fast this is all going, but it definitely, it definitely flies by. So when I did go back to work, I definitely did let my job know and um i still did everything that i needed to do like if there was any guests who needed assistance getting off aircrafts if they needed wheelchair assistance or just any sort of assistance at all i was always willing to help and um we do have the equipment to help obviously i'm not just dead pushing someone from the bridge up to the gate it was never like that we do have a machine that helps with assisting so i would always be safe with myself and obviously the, the safe with the person that I'm assisting. We talk about safety all the time so that was always in the back of my mind and I always uh, knew my limits as well. So if something definitely was 
Um, I, I just couldn't do it. Obviously I would call for help things. Um, and people are so, so sweet. When you're pregnant, people are amazing. They just want to help, 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 which is great, obviously. But I'm very much one of those people who is, uh, very independent. I want to do stuff by myself on my own. Do not help. I can do it. But in this situation, it is nice when someone's like, oh, no, I, I got it. I got it. It's all good. But like I said, I was doing, um, a lot up until literally until probably my mat leave. So I'm trying to think what else I did throughout this pregnancy. I think that's really different. I know I did go, go for my 20 week anatomy scan. I actually went for that closer to my, closer to 19 weeks. I think I was like right on the 19 week mark and everything came back fine. Everything came back normal, healthy. I know I did have to go back, uh, as I couldn't really see the heart very well at the time. So I know I did have to go back probably like two weeks after for another ultrasound just so they can make sure everything was fine there. Fast forward to uh, getting, doing the diabetes test. So basically that test is kind of where you, you drink a liquid and you basically wait, I believe you wait an hour and then they take your blood and they test it and just make sure everything's fine, your levels are normal. If not, um, then there's a whole other process going forward that your midwife or doctor will um, discuss with you. And um, I actually don't, did have, I actually didn't have diabetes and I didn't have it with Cosmo either. So I was very um, happy to have that this time around as well and not have to have more intervention than what um, I needed. So that was great. And then I think after that, uh, closer to when I went on my mat leave, uh, I think it was around maybe like 35, 36, 36 weeks, I did um, a groupie strep test. So basically that is, it's better when I have it give you uh, proper information. So basically this is a common bacteria that um, we have in our bodies. It's obviously not good for baby to have it. Um, and if you do test positive for it, it's just, they do give you, I believe it's just um, antibiotics, antibiotics I believe, before, I'm pretty sure, before you do give birth. And yeah, basically it's just, yeah. So if you do have groupie strep, antibiotic treatment during labor can protect your baby. So basically as much as our bodies are able to have this, our babies are not they are very little it can hurt them so uh i actually tested negative for that so that was great and in that even around that time we did talk about home birth or hospital birth and i will let you guys know with cosmo i did go over his due date i think um he was born at 41 weeks two days and that was with an induction so i'm sure if i had waited uh, a little bit longer. He probably could have just came on his own, but I was very impatient and I just wanted to see my little boy. So did what I did and um, with my little girl, so Monroe this time around, we uh, did discuss home birth and I said, I, you know, I, I definitely want to try that this time around, not because of COVID or anything. I think it was just more so just to be home, just to be home, just not to, to worry so much, you know, and then trying to figure out things for Cosmo and everything. It was just, it was kind of a lot. 
it was definitely a lot. I just kind of wanted something simple, especially since everything was going so great thus far. I'm like, well, you know what? Hopefully the end is just as fantastic as what it's been so far. So they did give me a box for home birth and um, I got everything, tried to get everything mostly set up with the idea that it would happen. And um, I know I tried a few different things just to kind of get things going. She passed her due date, of course. <laughs> so my kids are just trying to uh, compete with passing due dates. I don't understand what this is, but she did as well. Um, she was supposed to be born December 27th and she actually showed up January 4th. The funny thing is, I uh, decided on an induction uh, for January 5th, so that morning, the following morning, and didn't happen. Um, that's going to be a whole other podcast as well, guys. I do want to talk about my birth story, but hopefully I can get Curtis on board with that one as well, because it's always fun to kind of hear like both sides of the story and each person's take on it. It's kind of just interesting and it's fun in its own, in its own way. But there's really not much else. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that kind of like stood out in my mind that would be a big thing in this whole pandemic. I think kind of the biggest thing was just the spacing and maybe kind of like the limited, not that like I was very much low risk pregnancy, of course, um, this time around. So there was really nothing that, um, there's no intervention huge that I can think of. But I did notice that for the most part, I think in uh, the pandemic, being pregnant in a pandemic, it does kind of put you in a worrying situation. Like I said, I did have spotting in the beginning. I should have maybe um, went forward, maybe going to the ER, but you always just have this fear. And it's not so much the fear of, of getting sick or anything like that. I think it's just, you're gonna, you think you're okay. Everything's gonna be okay. It's gonna be fine. But what if it's not, right? But I think just generally, this whole thing, being pregnant in a pandemic, um, if anything, it should just teach us to uh, advocate for ourselves more, for sure, especially in this situation where we're told to stay home so much. If you aren't feeling well, or if there is something that comes up, especially, especially, I'm just like saying this with so much emphasis, especially when you're pregnant, um, do bring it forward do make some sort of um, effort to talk about it and bring it up to whoever is taking care of you. Even if you're not even quite, like, let's say you do go with midwife care, you do not see them for the next, until the 10 week intake. Um, always do bring it up with your doctor because uh, you are important, your baby's important. You know, the whole process is very much important and it's, it's not just uh, the end result that you, you know, you're kind of, looking towards it's the journey throughout so you want that journey to be just as easy and uh fantastic as the end and as, as much as you're hoping the end is just as fantastic as the journey with that being said though guys um that is kind of my story about being pregnant in a pandemic if there is any questions or anything that anyone kind of wants to know more of you know you can definitely hit me up on instagram or on facebook or um, you can definitely message me and I will definitely message, reach out back. Um, I hope you did enjoy this podcast. Like always, subscribe, like, comment, do anything you can do to kind of get this out there because I definitely do appreciate it. 
And like I said, I do want to touch more on, I am going to talk, like I said, about my birth story. And just kind of family in general. Just kind of what it's like having a toddler and a baby and kind of what it's their dynamics like. What it's like with my husband. What it's like even still during the pandemic. How we may be stressing each other out. Who knows? We'll definitely talk more about everything and anything. Like I said, this is a whole um, House of Zodiac idea that I definitely came up with and really wanted to base it on that how we're all different zodiacs and how we kind of clash together and and just how interesting everything can be anyways thanks so much guys like i said thank you again so much for listening and we will talk soon 